Hey gang, Wonder Rob here. And Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Captain's Log, Stardate 999-24.53. Co-Captain Shoff is out this week celebrating the birth of a beautiful baby girl. We couldn't be happier for Shoff and his family. Um, although I could never completely fill his shoes, I've asked Captain Frank Ramblings of the USS Thought Bubble to join me for the penultimate episode of Star Trek Picard Season 2. Captain Ramblings is a dear friend and a great podcaster and soon to be a Trek-loving father himself. So this mission should be a lot of fun. Time for another episode of Technological. Thank you very much for joining us on our Shoffless voyage. But I think you guys are going to be very happy because I have one of my best friends in all of podcasting, Mr. Frank Ramblings, joining us from the USS Thought Bubble. Frank, how's it going, my friend? Hey! Glad to be here. Thank you so much, Vector, and congratulations to Shaf. I'm so excited for him, and so excited to be here. I, I ah, thrilled to be here. Yeah, we are very happy to have you here. Um, I wanted actually to start off the show and two things. Number one, I want everybody right now stop stop what you're doing and pull up ThoughtBubbleAudio.com and just <laughs> leave it there. Just have it there in the background, and you can. You can peruse all of Frank's audio ramblings. Mm. Um, also, Frank ramblings on Twitter, some excellent insights uh, as well. But I wanted to start off the show before we get into our Trek news like we usually do. Actually, you know what? Instead of us going into our Trek news, let's just refer everyone to our show notes. There's some nice uh, stuff over on StarTrek.com. They've got a new episode of The Ready Room with Michelle Hurd and even... Eva Goria, mm -hmm. or Evan Eva Goria, sorry, uh, who plays uh, Elnor. Annie Wershing, the Borg Queen, she's got a nice little thing about becoming the Borg Queen. Star Trek Lower Decks Season 2 is on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, there's a Season 3 trailer. And there is a, I don't, I'm going to butcher this name, but John Fl Fl Flugog? Fluvog. Fluvog. Um, he has an awesome Starfleet boot design for Strange New World. So head over to our show notes. You can see all those things. All right. Now that the news is out of the way, we can get right on to the ramblings. And I want, Frank, you are one of my closest friends in all of podcasting. We have a long podcasting history. Yeah. We used to do a tech podcast together mm -hmm. called Tech Ramblings uh, on my Batman podcast, Gotham Podcast, with Hunter Camp. You you and Tim came on. Uh, Tim, also from Beer with Geeks, which mm -hmm. is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, but we have a long storied history together. And I'm very happy you could join us. But tell all of the listeners who mm. are not familiar, who is Frank Ramblings and what is his Trek background? Ooh, okay. Uh, well, I am uh, I am a, a dyed-in-the-wool geek, dyed-in-the-wool nerd. Uh, 
Love me some some sci-fi, some comics. Yes. I mean, Vector, you and I, you know, first became buddies uh, when you were doing a, a comic book podcast, oh, and yes. I would join you on that a lot. Yes. Um, you know, before the Vector loves comics, and and yes. you should do. Um, <laughs> way back in the day, and uh, but but my Trek story. It's funny we haven't actually talked that much about Trek. You and I. Together. Yeah, I was surprised because you had reached out to me, and uh, I was. Thankful that you were listening to our podcast, but just that you were a Trek fan in general. I did not know that about you. I knew yeah. you were a huge Beatles fan, mm. Star Wars guy, but I did not know about the uh, Trek. So yeah, tell me more. Tell me. I more. I first came into the original series oh. um, as a kid. I mean, I was like younger than ten, probably around that age, and around the same age that I discovered Star Wars. I discovered Star Trek. There was like a. I remember specifically there was like a, a Star. Trek original series marathon on like a local Ooh, nice. TV station. So yeah. like I just soaked up all the, you know, all the uh, Kirk and Spock goodness yes. uh, <laughs> that I could. So that's sort of where my heart lives is original series. Nice. But, um, but, you know, uh, when I, uh, but I, I, but Kirk and Picard are my, are my captains are my favorite yeah. captains. Yeah. Um, when I was in third grade, I had a third grade teacher who was, uh, she was, completely obsessed with Star Trek Voyager. Ooh. She loved Voyager to the point where she gave everybody in the class a nickname of one of the characters from Voyager. Like, oh, wow. So she was the captain, and then I was Chakotay, and like another girl in my <laughs> class was seven of nine, and, and she would call us those names in the classroom. Like, if you raise, if I raised my hand, she wouldn't call me Frank. She would say, okay, Ch Commander, yes, what? <laughs> So like she That's was amazing. She was like hardcore Trek. On our last day of the school year, we watched the. Um, there was nothing to do, right? So like you would on the on the last day of school, you'd expect the teacher to show a movie, right? No, we watched the Voyager finale. Yeah. Like, so so that was um, so that like imprinted on me as well. Nice. And um, uh, I have been a Trek fan ever since. I mean, the movies, the I, the two thousand nine Star Trek, the JJ Abrams Star Trek, might be the. It might honestly be the movie I've seen more than any other movie. Ooh, nice. It is. It is actually. I don't know that for sure, but it's possible that I've seen it more than I've seen it at least forty times or something. <laughs> like I freaking love that movie. Um, that movie has so much. I don't like. Um, it, it produces so much endorphins oh, in you. Like it just yes. makes you feel good. Yes. From the music to the cast to the action. Yeah. That. When I saw that movie in the theater for the first time, it was like a revelation. I was like, yes. this is what I want to see on the Ex big screen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the score. Yeah. Like that. Yes. That. Oh, yeah. That Michael Giacchino <laughs> score. Just... I, I can hear it in my mind right now. The enterprising young men, right? Like yes. just, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And then, um, but I, I, I sort of, you know, I've gone through phases of like being really on, on into Trek and then sort of falling away from it a little bit. Um, but when Discovery was announced, I was like, cool, new Star Trek. I am signing up for CBS All Access to watch yeah. this. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been on for, for four seasons of Discovery. And now two, when they announced Picard, I was just over the moon excited. Yes. Um, and uh, I've... You know, I've felt like uh, the first couple of seasons of, of Discovery were, were were fine, but it's gotten better over like, mm. with age. Are, are, I know you're working your way through yeah. Discovery, yep. um, but like I feel like season four has been the strongest of that show. Oh, nice! And now Picard, uh, just like oh, I'm, just so 
It has its ups and downs, but I'm just so excited for like a weekly dose of yes. one of my favorite captains. Um, you know, with seven of nine thrown in there too for yeah. the Voyager connection. So, um, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, That's um, great. I, I love Trek. I love, uh, Treknological. Uh, I, I've been, I, I jumped on with this season of Picard and, um, just love what you and Shaf have been doing and was honored to be, to be asked to join you. So I'm, I am so stoked to be here. Excellent. Well, hopefully, this is uh, the first of many voyages with us, many missions in the future, because, um, like I said, you are one of my favorite people in all of podcasting, not only as a host, but as a listener, because oh. all of your podcasts that you do are so well produced and just the, the content is engaging, enjoyable, especially, you know, when you have Tim to go off of and, and banter with, there's just... It's just uh, chef's kiss. Oh, I thanks, hear buddy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely glad you're here um, to join us for this episode and that it is a Picard 7 collaboration. Yes. I think is perfect. So set a course for our episode recap, Maximum Warp. Aye, sir. Course laid in. Engage. Picard and his crew fight for their lives as they come under attack from a new incarnation of an old enemy. But to survive, Picard must first face the ghost of his past. Seven and Rafi have a final showdown with Jurati. So Hide and Seek was written by Matt Okamura and Chris Derrick, directed by Michael Weaver, airing on Paramount Plus Thursday, April 28th, 2022. Oh, yeah. So this is the penultimate episode of Picard season two. And I think for me, this episode was a, a good lead into the final episode. Like mm -hmm. it got everybody back together, kind of mm -hmm. the separate storylines that have been going on throughout the season, pulling them back together, uniting them on, you know, the, what is the mission that we have to get done? What right. is the, what, what, is, what started this whole thing to begin with? Let's actually, Let's take care of that. And I think it, it did its job. Like, it didn't blow me away as this is an amazing episode. My eyes are melting. Uh, but I think it did what it had to do um, to get us to the finale. And I'm interested to see what's going to be the wrap up. Um, yeah. What did you think about this episode? Yeah, I agree. It it, it did what it was. Um, it was a very functional episode, yes, right? Not, but not like not my favorite of the season per yes. se. But like I, I do, I do really appreciate how yes, the storylines are converging, and I felt like a, ve a very much a sense of like, okay, I see where we're we're going now. Like at the beginning of the season, I felt like I I knew where we were. I thought, okay, cool. There's going to be time travel. We're going to be saving the future. Great. And, um, and, and I've I, honestly, by and large, I've really, really enjoyed the season. Honestly, I really have, but there have been moments that are, that we're, so we sort of stray away from the main story or it's not clear what, where the main story is going. And right. this is one of those episodes where everything is, is coming together. And now I'm like supercharged, excited for the finale, right? Like, yes. like it really, um, it, it, it was not, um, the most action packed or right. the most like, but, but, but it, it brings everything together and, and sort of. It does the work of getting you excited for the finale to, to see how this is finally going to pay off. Right. And we had a previous um, theory, and I, I'm sure you've seen this kind of floating out there, or you might have even come to this conclusion yourself, that hooded Borg Queen when we, in the first episode, it's got to be 
Girardi, right? Like it has 100%. to be hundred percent. It has to be. There's no other reason why they would cover her face. I can't think of than oh, it's going to be this great reveal. And I think this episode just it's it just pushed it that much further. Yes. And I can't see her separating from the board queen now. I just yeah. see her as one entity. That's exactly right. I, I this whole season I thought like okay, how will she separate herself? Right. Right. Eventually she's going to have to separate herself. Because Agnes Gerardi has been this pivotal character to the you know to the series right these both of these seasons, but yeah I think we're it, it's it's becoming clear it's becoming sort of cemented that she is she is the queen or or there's you know she said herself like we're a new a yes. new entity or however she right. put it um, so I, yeah I don't think there is going to be that separation I, I think there's a new future now for them and let me ask you this because I was watching it with uh, my wife Candy. And she was kind of when when <clears throat> excuse me sorry when Gerardi was making her pitch to the board queen and yeah. save seven and it felt like to me and my and my wife too we were kind of going back and forth the board queen was kind of setting her up and saying okay I want you to believe I'm good I want you to believe that I care but at the end you know she's gonna put the knife in the back. She's going to backstab her. What did you think about that that whole scene? Did you feel like, okay, Gerardi's made a good case. It's going to be clean, wrapped up. She's she's good now. She's a good queen. We don't have to worry about her from now on. Never trust the Borg queen. <laughs> Never trust the Borg queen. Like, like it was... It like it seemed convincing enough. It seemed like yes. she was making a good case, and I wanted it to be that. Yes, like, yes exactly. You're doing the right thing, and like it looked like she was convincing her. But I just can't let myself believe <laughs> that the Borg Queen is actually going to like give like give up or give in to like her sole purpose has been what it has been for you know all of these years that we've been right. watching her. Right. Um. I just can't really let myself believe that she's going to turn to the, the the good side. Yeah, and that, and it's like we want it in our in our heart yeah. of hearts we want it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we'll see in the next episode. And right. and I am so excited not only is the finale next week for Picard, but the first episode of Strange New Worlds yes! next week. And I was watching um there was something on the Do you watch The Ready Room? I've Will watched Wheaton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with, they did a with Will Wheaton. <laughs> they did a very nice um, setup for Strange New Worlds, yeah. and like you mentioned earlier, I'm a little bit behind on Discovery, so I don't have a lot of the connection to that cast. So it caught me up on where they were from and and kind of how they're coming into Strange New Worlds. So that I thought was a really good segment, and I think Paramount also splits up the segments that are on the Ready Room, so you can go on their YouTube channel and just look at that segment or or the other segments mm -hmm, that they mm -hmm. have so yeah highly recommend that very excited for strange New oh Worlds. i'm so pumped for that show uh, like I, you said I, your original series fan, yes like, that's right up your yeah alley. pike like i am so excited for like the pike backstory because that was one of the, the you know the 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 unaired original pilot yes. featuring pike was one of the first episodes that i i got to experience and i've nice. so i've always had a connection to pike you know again star trek through 2009 with yes. pike being like his mentor uh kirk's mentor in that movie um Man, I, I just Bruce Greenwood in that oh role he's too. so good he's so perfect for that <laughs> but anson mount uh who was on smallville by the way um 
Um, Anson Mount is a great pike, and I'm excited for like a an episodic, um, you know, sort of freak of the week style yes. Star Trek again. Right. I hope it's sort of because I've loved this, you know, for for years now we've had the sort of season long arc version of Star Trek, which has been right. great. Don't get me wrong, I love it. It's great storytelling. They they do a great job with it, but I am a little bit nostalgic for the you know one and done um um uh Gene Roddenberry uh yes. um um you know morality play right. style yep. of of Star Trek. We were just talking yeah. about this on Peter Geeks. Actually, it's the most recent episode if you um yeah, yeah. as we're recording this. So yes. um but like yeah, it's it's it it gets me so excited to have that sort of hearkening back to old old-fashioned Trek again because that's yes. what I first came, fell in love with. Right. I'm the um, exact same way. That's what, what my bread and butter has always been. And like I said, I'm not caught up on Discovery. So Picard has been my real yeah. kind of season-long um, storytelling mythology episode. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I'm really excited to get... I could, it was nice to have that little divergence, but I'm ready to get back to sure. the, my bread and butter. Yes. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I did not remember Anson Mount from Smallville and... I turned to my wife when I was watching that uh, Ready Room segment. I turned to my wife and said, "Man, he could have played a good Superman." Ha! The he way could he have. looks, he <laughs> could have. Yeah, he has the look. Yeah, so that's interesting. Now I'm. Uh, I was just doing a little bit of research here. I for- completely forgot. Went right yeah. over my head. Season three, um, I think. Uh, two. Season two. Season two. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, if anyone out there is a Smallville fan, I cannot. I have to scream from the rooftops any chance I get. There is a Smallville podcast that Frank Ramblings has produced that I, I, well, this is not hyperbole. This is the best podcast I have ever listened to in my life. It's called Save Me, the Smallville Anthology. And it, like, it blows my mind that I know the person who created this <laughs> podcast. So everyone out there, if you're a Smallville fan, you have to listen to Save Me. Subscribe right now and... Uh, Frank, start a Patreon. I want to throw money. <laughs> I want to do whatever I can. Everything. It. Everyone, go listen to Save Me. Is the best podcast of all time. Thanks, buddy. That, that that's really nice of you to say. Thanks. <laughs> I do love Smallville. It is a it is a major passion of mine. Yes. Um, so, I think the things about the episode that I was not a big fan of, and I want to ask you this. Yeah. And this has been throughout the season, the Picard memories the, the flashback flashbacks stuff. i just don't like them and they've gone on way too long it's for this a little whole season it's a little boring yeah they're they're a little bit boring i they they, they bring the momentum to a screeching that's halt. it that's it every time there's something like it's like literally they're being chased by a bunch <laughs> of new borg yes. right and and dr sung and then like let's Let's go back ninety years ago to when <laughs> Picard was a little boy, and and him talking to his mama and yeah. like, and, and like I hate this. I feel bad saying that because like it is a very like poignant story right. about mental right. health and and like and I'm actually really really glad you know I, I've I've struggled with mental health myself and and people who I love have too and so I feel very like I, I I'm always very gladdened to see those stories mm-hmm. being told and right. being told in a sensitive and and you know thoughtful meaningful way right. um but the fact of the matter is like my personal experience aside 
um, just looking at the, yeah, like you said, the momentum that, that you know, that there, there's like literally a fight scene, a battle scene, and then like, let's stop and look at these sad, you know, like sort of echoes <laughs> of the past. And it's, it, yeah, it's, I feel like they could have, they could have still worked that in, still told a story about mental health and still told a story about his connection to his mom and to his dad and his misunderstanding of his dad and all of that stuff that I think is really good and interesting and important and fleshes out the character of Jean-Luc Picard. Um, and they could have done it in a way that didn't sort of feel like it was, you know, added on right. to to the, the story of what's happening sort of, you know, in the present, so to speak. Yeah, um, and you know, the the thing that kind of even drives it even further for me down into the ground hmm. was, um, are you caught up on Moon Knight? Uh, I'm a couple episodes behind. I'm okay. a couple episodes behind, yeah. The latest episode of Moon Knight was was also their penultimate episode, uh-huh. and there was a lot of mental health stuff in that, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of flashback, and going to a character's childhood. It was done way better, mm. way more interesting. And so I, I had watched Moon Knight, and then I had watched Picard, and it was like, oh, man, they're... They're, they're, they aired right after each other, and Moon Knights was so much better. So that also yeah. dragged it down for me. Yeah, um, yeah. It can only, be done well. It can yes, be done very, very right, well. Right. The only good, the only saving grace for me um, as a Battlestar fan is James Callis. Sure. His performance, Gaius Balter. That, that, I just love him as an actor. So seeing him as Picard's dad... Um, in the the limited role that he has um, has been a pleasure. We got to see him again in this episode, yeah, um, as we did last last episode. But um, yeah, those the memories, man, they're just not, not my favorite part. Of the yeah, episode. yeah, not not my fa- it, it it does. It's sort of like a stop and go, right? Like the episode felt like like we're hitting the gas and now we're taking a foot off the gas and now we're hitting the gas and we're taking a foot off the gas and it just sort of was a little bit of like a you know rubbernecking <laughs> right, <laughs> kind of right kind of thing. But exactly. but like. I mean, dark, very dark where, where that went. I I kind of guessed that that was sort of the, the road we were going to with Picard's mother. Um, but yeah, I but, I did not. When I saw it, I was like, whoa, this is a little heavy. I, I didn't think they would show us right. like in such graphic <laughs> uh, terms. But yes. um, uh, yeah, that was that was. I kind of felt like they needed to be like a, a trigger warning before the episode or something for that. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, also, you mentioned um, Sung. Yes. Earlier, and I think to go from my low light of the episode to probably my highlight of the episode, I think Brent Spiner's performance as Sung over the course of this you know whole season has been fantastic. But I think this episode in particular is the one that I. I guess the light bulb went off over my head because, you know, I've always loved him as Data. But in this season, I was like, man, he's a really good actor. Like the the performance as Sung has been one of my favorite things. And mm. we saw the um, the Next Generation cast is going to be on season three. of Yeah. The so all of our old buddies are coming back. But it's been great to see more of Brent Spiner because I thought at the end of last season, we weren't going to see him again. Sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I really liked his performance this season. Um, what's what's been your highlight for this episode, Frank? What did you really like? Highlight for this episode, um, I actually think was the um, was the Gerardi 
and and the queen uh th- th- those back and forths those yeah. those dialogues that was uh, in terms of visually how they told that story right and sort of uh, almost freezing time to have yes. the two of them have those conversations yep. um and and see you know we haven't seen any worshing in a few episodes uh, as the board queen so to have her back cuz i've loved i've loved her for she was on 24 back in like the early Ooh. 2000s oh, um wow. And so I've known her since since back then. So when I realized I watched the premiere of this season and saw the Borg Queen and didn't realize, didn't connect that that was the same actor uh, yeah. um, until like uh, after I'd watched the episode and and listened to you talk about it on Technological yeah. and 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 saw it elsewhere. They're like, oh, that's the same actor that I loved from same woman I loved from from Twenty Four. So like I, I I've you know liked her for a long time and i think she just does a fantastic job her her stuff on um she was on an episode of the ready room a few weeks ago yes uh that was a great interview yes um yeah Uh, and they even pointed out in that i forgot that she was in um enterprise yeah that was like one of her first tv roles yeah maybe her first tv role yeah yeah so she has that star trek um um background yes i love yeah that. so that i, I love really that cool. they that they were like well i mean we could just say that like we could just make it canon that like <laughs> that she got that, that character got assimilated yeah and and that's yes. how the queen has the same face yeah <laughs> which I, yeah. I love that they like entertained that yeah that's great um but yeah this was i like i said i think frank and i are both on the same page it was um a workman episode it was yep. kind of it got the job done got us to where we needed to be because um, that was another thing I was wondering is, man, there's all these different storylines. How are they going to bring everybody together? Because everybody's yeah. going off on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had some nice kind of, you know, with Guinan, and we've had some nice little things. Um, I'm still wondering, what is the deal with Q? Like, what is the whole, like, the, <sighs> what is it? Like, what, from what's, the start? Yeah. What's the deal? What's the right. deal with Q? That's, <laughs> that's probably my biggest question, is what is the deal with Q? I, I am actually I'm I'm surprised that that we're not getting more of right. Q throughout yeah. the season. Um, I'm I'm actually a little worried that this yeah. last episode is not going to be a satisfying. I'm know. I'm worried that it might be rushed. You know, like and and I mean, there's no fixed length that they need to stick to because it's streaming. But it does seem like they stick to sort of that 48 to 50 minute mark. You know, and they have the commercial break things in there. Like they stick to sort of the primetime TV format, so it probably right. isn't going to be longer. So I'm I'm kind of worried that they're going to rush and, and fit, fit a lot in, because yeah. now, it's been a couple of episodes now where Picard has said, you know, uh, well, I guess in the in the previously on segment, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that flashing back to like, oh, Q, it seems very urgent for Q, and I'm like, yes, yeah. tell me why, <laughs> please, for the love of all things holy. Tell me why it is so urgent for Q. Um, right. That and and I actually thought that um, the agent, um, Agent Wells, that had them oh. locked up last episode. Right. I thought that that we would be going into. I didn't think he was actually going to be a U.S. government agent because that actor was on Voyager um, in the episode Relativity. Oh, that that um, deals with uh, the USS relativity, like the the whole thing with like 
the, the time cops. Oh, right? right, right, right. And so I thought for sure that he was posing as a government agent, but that it would be revealed that he was here to help them fix the timeline. Oh. But then it turned out it just was coincidentally the same actor, and he was really Dang, a government that's agent. A, that's so, a prime opportunity they blew right there. It just felt like a missed opportunity because it was literally the same actor. Yes. Um, and I was like, it, it, this is no, there's no way it's a coincidence. Every time they've done, they've had, you know, I mean, Annie Wershing aside, every time there's been an actor, <laughs> you know, like there, there has been a connection. Like they're, they're very good about connections and throwbacks and, and, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, references to, right. to old Trek, even right. even with um, Talon sort of uh, having possible connections or resemblance or a reference to uh, what the Gary Seven episode of the uh, of the original series where right. the, the where she turns into the cat. Yeah. Um, even that guy on the bus that was even the guy on the, the bus from Star earlier. Trek Four. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this has been you know Star Trek Four, but but the next generation, right? Yes, like literally, right, right. it's been right. Uh, <laughs> and it's the same actor who was the guy on the bus. I mean, yes. uh, yeah. Um, that, that is, I can't believe they did not take that opportunity. That 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 disappointed me a little bit. But but yeah. but that aside, I yeah, I I do really want to know what's going on with Q because that seems like so pivotal. To that's why we're in the future, right? Because right. of the Confederation and all of that, and and um, I really thought that his conversation with Guinan would give us more insight into that. But I, I, I guess that's, I guess we'll find out next week. Yeah, hopefully we can get a satisfying conclusion and you know lead us into season three. Uh, give us a good kind of. Yeah, into season I wonder if it will be a if they'll wrap it up or if it will be a like cliffhanger or something mm. that sort of, you know, sends us directly into season three. Yeah, because it was it was kind of crazy when I found out that they had already filmed uh-huh. season three right. ahead of time. Right. I wonder if they've already got I haven't heard anything, a release date for season three. I've um, not heard a release date. No. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, I mean, it seems like they are Paramount Plus is very much, you know, Star Trek is is one of their crown jewels mm-hmm. yes. of their collection, yeah. right? The same way that on Disney Plus, you've got the Star Wars and the Marvel stuff and there's always either a Star Wars or a Marvel series on at any given moment. Right. Clearly they're doing the same thing with Trek at Paramount Plus, which is very savvy and very smart and it's working for them. Yes. Um it's got me hooked, right? right. Like I same. where where I would not be subscribed to Paramount Plus um, if there was not a Trek yes. uh, to watch. Um, they've they've got my uh, my money every month. Right. So I wonder if they're going to wait until we're a little further into Strange New Worlds, and then we'll get an announcement of of when uh, when the next Picard season yes. launches. Man, but I yeah, they're right. They've already filmed it, so it's just a matter of when they want to drop it. Really, right? Man, I am so excited for the finale next week and for. The start of Strange New Worlds. And I'm so excited that my good friend, Frank Ramblings, was able to join us on this episode of Trechnological. Um, we have a podcast network, if you are not familiar. Uh, the Geek So to Speak podcast network consists of Geek So to Speak, the Geek News podcast, the Holdo Maneuver, our Star Wars podcast, the Sandbox Gamers, our video game podcast, and we love comics, and you should too. Yeah. Um, all those things can be found at geeksotospeak.com slash network. 
Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Treknopod. Um, my good friend, Frank Ramblings, where can they find you on the internet this week? Uh, you can always find me at beerwithgeeks.com. That's sort of my my main podcast. I'm also yeah. on uh, Superman and Lois TV Talk, where we talk about the Superman and Lois show over on the CW and uh, thoughtbubbleaudio.com for the network that I run with my buddy Tim and a bunch of our friends. Uh, you can find all kinds of podcasts about geeky topics as well as uh, movies. There's a, We have a podcast where we talk about all of the Academy uh, Award-nominated uh, films ever, um, <laughs> watching them one one year at a time. A whole bunch of great uh, great podcasts over at thoughtableaudio.com. So, uh, yeah, you can find me at all those places and uh, Frank Ramblings on Twitter. Yeah, and listeners, remember I told you at the beginning of this episode, leave Thought Bubble Audio open on your browser. <laughs> now that the episode's over, you can go there, subscribe to every show on Thought Bubble Audio. And, like I said, if you enjoyed... Frank's contributions today. You will love all of his breakdowns of every other TV show, movie, everything. Even his breakdowns of beers. Everything <laughs> that Frank does, you will love. So check him out. And um, definitely, Frank, thank you very much for joining us. It was a it was a pleasure, and I'm, I'm definitely going to have you back on. The pleasure is all mine, buddy. It's good to be here. Yeah. All right. Um, don't forget, listeners, um, I forgot to tell you, you should also... Subscribe to us if you have not. Give us a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share us with all of your Trek-loving family and friends. Um, next week, like I said, we're going to be talking about the finale of Picard and we're going to do double duty. We're going to be also be talking about the premiere of Strange New Worlds. So with that, I believe our mission of the week is complete. Vector and Frank here, two to beam up. Live long and prosper. Yeah.